Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fierce Life Podcast with your host, that's me, Conceda Thomas. And in today's show, I'm going to open up and share with you the steps that I've personally taken to stop feeling bullied by the scale. So if you find that how your day goes, whether it's a good day or bad day, is largely determined by the number that you see on the scale that morning, then this is definitely the episode for you. I used to live in that place too. I don't anymore. And this is exactly how I turned that around. So go ahead, get out a pencil and paper, jam out to the show tunes, and then meet me on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. Welcome to the Fierce Life episode 69. Let's just go ahead and jump into this. Um, We've said on the front side of the music that this is for you if you are tired of your day being determined by the number you see on the scale. If you find that you're getting on multiple times, hoping to see something different, maybe hopping on at different times of the day, just hoping that a different number, a more agreeable number will show up, then this is the episode for you. So first off, let's just say that I have been there too. It's very important that you understand that. I'm not talking to you about something that I've read in a book or something that someone else told me. I have lived in that space as well, where I have waken up, maybe feeling super good. I felt good. I have been doing the things that I felt I needed to do all week to hit my goal or even to maintain because this is something I struggled with even in maintenance. And for whatever reason, I hop on the scale to check progress and the scale does not reflect what I believe it should say. And it's not just, it's just not reflective of the work that I've been putting in. It doesn't say what I would expect, whether that's a loss or whether or not I feel like I should have maintained better. The number's not there. The number doesn't agree with my reality. And I've had that send me into a tailspin. And then I've woken up before just feeling okay and stepped on the scale for a progress check and been really happy about the number. And that set the tone for my day as well. Well, it's kind of fun when it works out that way, but that's not lasting. And really the idea is to no longer feel bullied by the scale, to no longer feel like the scale has the power to determine whether or not you have a good day before the day even gets started. So there's some very specific steps that I took to get out of that place. And I am not team throw away the scale, by the way. Um, I do believe that The scale can play an important part in measuring progress, especially if you're on a weight loss journey, but we do want to reduce greatly the power that it has over us. So here's what I did. So the first thing is I reduced the urgency to see a change on the scale. So part of why we get so upset when the scale doesn't say what we think it should say is because a lot of times we're working with some type of deadline, right? Maybe there's that trip that's coming up, there's that class reunion, or maybe it's just an arbitrary date that we have set for ourselves or arbitrary number of pounds that we've decided we should be able to lose per week. And it feels urgent. It feels like we need to see that number change on the scale right away. And sometimes it's also because we are in a place, and I've been here so many times, where 
our clothes don't fit. Like legit, nothing in the closet really flatters anymore. Things are tight. As my mom used to say, we're trying to stuff New York into New Jersey. And it's just a constant reminder of maybe where we've slipped or where we've fallen off or where we haven't executed, where we've planned to before. And it just really, it doesn't feel good to be in that place. So we're really looking for some type of relief. And the scale is what we use to measure whether or not we're experiencing relief or moving in the direction of that relief. So two ways that I reduce the urgency of seeing numbers change on the scale is the first thing, and nobody likes to do this, but trust me, if, you, if you're in this place and you do this, you're going to be so happy that you did. Listen, buy clothes that flatter, that flatter your right now body. Your tomorrow body is on the way but you've got to dress the right now body and stuffing the right now body into the tomorrow clothes just makes us more miserable every time. Now, I know that we do not want to go and buy a whole wardrobe. It feels like we're conceding defeats when we go and buy things in the size that we are currently if we're planning to change. And if we're being real, we don't want to spend a whole lot of money on clothes that are bigger than the size we want to wear. So my hack for that is I just buy a few simple pieces Usually it's like two pair of pants and I like to buy things that are stretchy, two pairs of pants, two shirts, maybe a blazer, but I like to buy things that are stretchy so that as I'm losing weight, I don't need to immediately replace those clothes. Like those clothes can rock with me for a good 10, 20, maybe even 25 pounds. Maybe they just look a little bit different and then I don't feel like I'm conceding defeat and I feel good when I get up and I get dressed in the morning because I'm not stuffing myself into clothes. I'm not pulling and tugging all day. And that really just relieves the, like reduces the urgency and gives me some immediate relief. Now, the second thing that I do to reduce the urgency and to give me some immediate relief is I follow a protocol that will help me drop some initial pounds relatively quickly, but without setting me up for rebound weight gain. So what that looks like is drinking a lot more water. What that looks like is eating a lot more vegetables, especially vegetables that are diuretic in nature, vegetables that help you shed water, like spinach and asparagus, so that rather quickly, within seven to 10 days, I'm able to not only see the scale move, that's not as important, but that water retention, that bloating, those tight rings, all of that, I'm able to get some relief in that area and really feel like I'm making progress because I am. And that helps me to just relax a little bit and give my body time to do what it needs to do without doing anything super crazy, like drastically recutting my ca calories, doing two a days, cutting out all carbs and all that stuff that may give me some immediate relief, but that is guaranteed to backfire and make it harder for me to continue to lose and to keep the weight off later. The second way that um, I'm able to stop feeling bullied by the scale or the second step because these really are kind of like in order. I measure other types of aesthetic prog progress. We give way too much power to the scale. You guys have heard me tell the story time and time again back when I used to own a brick and mortar studio and we used to do a jean drop challenge and the ladies would bring a pair of jeans that were either a size or two too small. We'd try them on, we'd take pictures, we'd eat right, we'd exercise. We take progress pictures with the goal of the jeans fitting well um, at the end of the challenge. And it would work like a charm. And I noticed that a lot of the ladies were still very fixated on scale and numbers and things like that, even though we were not measuring those during that challenge. So one challenge to prove a point, I decided to have them do what we normally do with the jean pictures, but also to take their weight only 
at the beginning and at the end because I knew that there would be at least one person who had a major transformation who had very, very minimal movement on the scale. It just always works that way. Somebody always does that. And lo and behold, one of my clients had a pair of white jeans and you guys know that white jeans do not, you know, white jeans tell the whole story, okay? And she had a pair of white jeans that in the beginning didn't even fit over her hips. So her progress pictures, she had on shorts under them because otherwise those, those, that starting picture would have been indecent. And then at the end, not only did they fit and button with no spillover at the top, they fit well enough to wear in public and with a shirt that was not a loose shirt. And what did we find when she stepped on the scale? Dun, 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 dun. She had only lost one pound on the scale. That's right, one pound and a pair of white jeans that couldn't come above her hips before were up and fine to be worn in public. And that proved she could not believe it. I could. And that proved the point that we need to measure things other than scale weight, even if our goal is weight loss. Because most of us who want to lose weight, it's because we want to fit in smaller clothes, we want our body to be a little bit tighter. Any, those things like that. And scale weight does not always show you that. Sometimes the scale is a little bit slow in catching up with what your body's done, especially if you're like new to exercise or resistance training, you're building muscle, you're burning fat, muscle takes up less space. So your body may be shrinking more quickly than it's dropping weight or mass. So I measure other types of aesthetic progress. I have jeans that I try on. Sometimes I do a dress, just depends. And I also take um, body circumference measurements. So my waist, belly button, hips, that usually is enough to tell the story. And so when I do that, maybe the scale doesn't move at all, or maybe it moves only a little bit, but I've lost a half inch or an inch in my waist. That's a huge sign that I'm moving in the right direction because no one is out here slacking on their nutrition and dropping an inch in their waist over a week or two weeks. So that's a huge, huge sign to keep going that what you're doing is paying off. And that has been huge in helping me feel way less bullied by the scale. The third and final thing is to measure other types of progress. And instead of aesthetic progress, process progress. And I've used this with myself, but I find that I use it even more extensively with my clients. Here's why. There are certain daily practices and habits that we have to establish to get the weight to come off and get the weight to stay off. And depending upon how far away from those daily practices we are, let's just say there's 10 or so of them. And currently in our current lifestyle, we do like one and a half. We mastering, you know, the second one and the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one are all necessary steps to getting lasting weight loss. And just depending on your history, how much you've dieted and lost weight and regained it before, you may not see significant movement with aesthetic progress until you get to say, you know, doing four or five things consistently. So one of the big things I have my clients do is we track not only how much they lost or inches or pictures, that's all great. That's the outcome. That's going to happen if we are doing the process, but we track the process as well. How many days out of a seven-day week did you drink your water? How many days out of a seven-day week did you get your daily steps in? How many days out of a seven-day week did you do a structured workout, right? So those are things that also let you know that you're going in the right direction and that the results are inevitable as long as you stay the course. And when you know that, 
it's easier to detach a little bit from what the scale is telling you because you know that you are on your way, despite what the scale says. So that's exactly how I stopped feeling bullied by the scale. Those are the three steps. Those are the steps that I take my clients through as well, and you can do them too. So, you know, we always say, hey, once you've learned something, you've got to do something. So your fierce follow-up, should you choose to accept, is just decide, like, where are you? What are the steps that you need to take to stop feeling bullied by the scale? Do your clothes already fit? Maybe they do. Maybe that's not it. Maybe you bought new clothes and you still feel defeated because you don't have a strategy that helps you get those initial exciting results, in which case, just drink more water, eat those diuretic vegetables. Um, are you measuring something other than scale? But decide, what is it? Where are you? What steps do you need to take to stop feeling so bullied by the scale? And you know you don't have to do this alone. Um, the conversation continues after the podcast over in my free support group, Conceda's Fierce Friends. Just head over to conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. Enter your name and email address and you'll have immediate access to that group where we can chat it up more about this subject, about how to stop feeling so bullied by the scale. Also, if you'd like the show notes for this episode, head over to conceitathomas.com slash EP69 as an EP69. And then if this podcast episode was helpful to you, please do share it out, spread the word. Other people need to know. And then finally, whichever podcast platform you're listening to this episode on, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when the next episode goes live. That's all I have for you today, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling off the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up. Our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Bodywear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order.